y'all, it's Monica, and this is the show you've been waiting for. This is part two of my conversation with the Propaganda Report fans turned podcasters, the Union of the Unknowns. You may know them from the Propaganda Report Discord channel, or perhaps the disappearing patron parties or Zoom parties we held in the day. And actually, I am going to have a cocktail party Thursday, December 22nd at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Monica Perez Show YouTube channel, which you can find a direct link to in the December newsletter on monicasdeepdives.com. But I'm going to use this moment to invite the Union of the Unknowns to the chat of that party. They were always fantastic. The chat was actually better than the show, in my opinion, because of those guys. So hopefully they'll show up there and you can meet them on their own turf, as it were. That was their original milieu, I would say. And uh, it will be just super fun. As for this episode that I'm about to present to you, you can find it right now, commercial-free, on Deep Dives with Monica Perez, that feed on your favorite podcasting platform. But any way you listen to it, I think you're going to enjoy it. Without further ado, here is part two of my appearance on The Union of the Unknowns. Ah, there's a baby. <laughs> That's a non-GMO a, baby, future. right? Right on cue, man. There's our future. Pill moment. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your white girl right there. <laughs> She's non-GMO all the way, right, Tunes? Yes, ma'am. That's excellent. <laughs> what a good baby. Oh, She's never taken a bottle. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, She's only She's never on taken a bottle. Only on mama. What yeah. a good baby. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got that good, good unvaxxed. Yeah. I mean, that was, I didn't even know that like the vaccines were, I vaccinated my kids when they were little, like it never even occurred to me. People would call me on my radio station and really upset about it. And I was like, I don't know. What do I, you know, talk about it if you want to, but I just, I don't know. I can't evaluate them because I have no uh, medical training, I used to say. And now I just feel like it's the opposite. You need to prove it to me that it's safe. I agree. Yeah. And effective. Uh, this is, gonna be a... Is, a, is a is a good red pilling thing actually that the co the problems with the covid jabs not really vaccines but have caused a lot of skepticism about vaccines in general there are a lot of people yes. not going along with it now. yeah COVID i feel like the covid the covid stuff actually created anti-vaxxers like real anti-vaxxers yeah. that are going to question mm-hmm. other vaccines now because of the horseshit yeah. they pulled with this one i never thought about vaccines before this now i'm like fuck what are we putting in people (laughs) from the beginning all of them the flu shot my mother's like oh i'm gonna get the shingle shot it's like the shingle shot are you crazy (laughs) (laughs) and she's like i've done it before i was like i don't know mom i don't know like i don't know how much more you can take you know she's probably not resilient enough to take that but she'll she only does half like even when she gets pills from doctors she just like breaks them in half i don't need all that and we're just like <laughs> that's like blood thinner mom you can't be messing with that i can tell i can tell if so i can't that's... take a, a hard left turn real quick um i was talking to bruce yesterday when i saw him about um my wife's on a bunch of uh more freedom oriented uh facebook pages and somebody was looking for um breast milk and my wife's 
producing extra you know she's already feeding two two children but they were looking for a specifically unvaccinated breast breast milk and uh she was showing me some pictures of um some ladies that had uh milk that looked like it was turning blue and it was very weird it almost looked like skim yeah. milk it had a, a very thin layer of like cream almost and then the bottom three quarters was was like blue skim milk are you and, saying uh, that women don't want to feed their children their own breast milk because it they had were vaccinated i'm not sure if that was the, i'm not sure if that was the case but it was it was specifically looking for un, unvaccinated milk and then it, there was a lot of uh cases where uh the milk is is coming out and it literally is blue like it it's it's weird well, well, um yeah. but there was a hit the reproductive who who is the woman cases of of children uh, killed uh, by breastfeeding from, you know, vaccinated mothers. Yeah, yeah I, did cases I can't remember her name, but it was, it was Laura something, Laura Logan or somebody. Oh, well, that uh, when, my, when my wife is still pregnant, uh, she was talking about how uh, breast milk will um, transfer the, va- the vaccine to your baby. Yeah. And she, this is, uh, you know, probably like six, eight months ago. Um, and now, you know, being my wife being on mom pages, she's seeing exactly what, what she was predicting. Uh, is the milk's changing color and it's uh, it's something to do with like a, a bruising in the body uh, that's making it change color. Isn't that what the baby formula shortage was all about? Mm. Getting women to vax women to breastfeed their kids? Yeah. Was that somebody... Oh yeah, I think somebody wow. else. Yeah, mentioned that. I was like, "Good point." I've never thought of that one. I know. That's I was curious if, if anybody Twitter. else had had People seen um, had seen anything with uh, that spe- specific topic. It, it was mind blowing to me because, like I said, maybe six eight months ago. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I forget the woman's name, but she was saying that uh, specifically breast milk is going to transfer oh. the vaccine into babies, and she was yeah, saying that. The- the milk is going to change color to either a green or a blue. Christian Northrop used to that. Doctor Northrop, Northrop used to talks about that. Yeah, the spike oh, protein yes. has been detected in breast milk for sure. I know that's that's true. It's Dr. interesting, Dr. actually. I was down. I was doing a little bit of research recently uh, because Ashley asked me a question about uh, Chinese relations with Australia. So I was just doing some research, and um, I did notice how in two thousand and nineteen. Chinese bought up a couple of there was a really large dairy uh, that produced uh, canned milk you know like what is it infant milk what do they call it again baby Baby formula formula. Formula. yeah Yeah. I thought that was interesting because it's like oh the Chinese just bought up a huge dairy that produces baby formula in 2019 and it just went I don't know it just went through my mind it's like hmm that was funny timing did they know what was coming yeah, I mean, it was all over the World Economic Forum thing, that baby formula shortage as proof that we're in a global market and we can't afford to have, you know, not trade and to have a... Yeah, when was that? So when did... Chain. That was only recent. or post-2020, yeah. No, it was, it was just, it was the same time as that ridiculous Abbott thing. I did, that was one of the first deep, deep dives I did just based on the congressional testimony that that entire thing was manufactured entire. There were no. The shortage. Were, 
there were it, no the shortage was because they shut down the factory and made them recall the formula even though there yeah. were four sick babies while 20% of all babies in the country ate from that factory so they're going to be four sick babies any day and in that group of one in five kids in the country they're going to be sick babies and they were sick from some kind of you know bacteria or whatever but that strain of it was not the strain that made them sick was not found in that factory and not none of it none of the bacteria at all was found in any formula so there's just it was proven that that was not the source and they still made yeah. them recall take it off the shelves and throw it in the garbage like that to me that's what caused the problem and then when they were ready to open up again the FDA appealed to the DOJ and asked for permission to padlock the door and they got it and they just padlocked the door it was totally ready to go and then uh when they when that expired there was this insane i think there was literally like a fire and like a tornado <laughs> it was a perfect storm it was a per <laughs> another perfect storm and i think it got 6 months of uh of babies back on resma yeah. vaccinated mothers aside that's probably a good idea for overall of course business. yeah that's why i was like why would they do something good breastfeeding. yeah yeah interesting mm -hmm. very yes um can i uh um i wanted to ask you a question monica uh, you may have covered this in your podcast but as usual i'm, I'm weeks behind it's totally fine because I repeat myself that I was taught in radio, like no one is listening to every word. You right. have to repeat yourself. And I couldn't, I was taught as a child, never repeat yourself. I have eight older brothers and sisters. It's like, shut the fuck up. You know, I heard that already. <laughs> so there was just no, I mean, I had to retrain my mind. And now I got in the habit of repeating myself, which I think is just really bad form. But I'll do it for you, Terry. Thank you very much. Now, I wanted to talk elections because, um, you know, you're a libertarian and, you, and you know, it's one side of you is obviously going to say, well, they're both, this, you know, they're all the same. It doesn't matter if you're an R, an R or a D because, you know, they're all basically fake. But then uh, I think about what Tom Woods says and he says, you know, if you're uh, living in New York under, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo or you're living in Florida under Governor DeSantis, your life under COVID was very different. So that part of me thinks that elections are very important. And then given what's happened recently, have, have the sort of globalists got total control over the election so they don't really care what's happening now? It seems to me that they care what the result is, otherwise they wouldn't be indulging in all this fraud. So I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, uh, a couple of things. One is I think it's like the propaganda, like the fire hose of propaganda constantly, like you have to have the elections. They are an important part of the mindset that allows us to consent to this stuff that we're all getting stuff we don't want. It's all controlled by propaganda. Our representatives are not responsive to what we want. They probably don't know what we want. Even when they try to give us referenda, they're written in a really impenetrable way. They're so grossly overfunded on the one side, whatever side of evil <laughs> they're always. So it's just, it's a complete facade. The whole thing of 
choice of educated voters of the party. I, I believe that it's all a complete facade and that yes, um, the, the voting props that up. However, they, they do all that to, I think, so that A, they have to get our buy-in. I don't think you have enough people who would not vote. You would need like 95% of the people to not vote for that to be the answer. And I've just, after all these years of trying to be a libertarian and talking about the Bill of Rights and reaching people and Ron Paul winning in Iowa, you know, if they, if Ron Paul starts winning in Iowa, you're getting a Trump. So it's not, this is, there is no way within the system to overturn this system. There just isn't. The only thing I think you get, and I think DeSantis is a CIA agent. Like, I totally think that. However, would I rather him than Andrew Cuomo as president? Most definitely. Because either because he's there because that's where we are, or he's just, maybe he's your hope or whatever, but he's just, he's going to give you, he's going to throw you a couple of bones. And what he did in Florida, for example, he, I've mentioned this before, I was talking to a doctor who was on a committee of uh, some medical research institute, and they came up with the perfect protocol. It was very non-disruptive, whatever. They presented it to various governors, including Newsom and DeSantis. Newsom sent his flunky who was eating while they were talking about it, completely didn't care at all because there was no way they wanted to know. DeSantis was there, had questions, took notes, and implemented the plan. And that was the plan that he, and it was political in so much as it was a totally, and he hired that base as fuck. Uh, Surgeon General down there? That guy. Wow. I just love that guy. And yeah, he's great. He was out here, but they didn't want him, right? So, so censored or something. What censored? Didn't he get uh, the surgeon general down there? Was he was criticized for something like officially, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't officially in Florida. Yes, he um, he said we're not going to mandate vaccines for our children, uh, and he recommended against for that. I think he got banned from Facebook. And then quickly reinstated. Yeah, canceled they, or something. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Right, but it, but not by DeSantis. But he, what he no, said no, was no, he not did not DeSantis. recommend it for children under twelve. So they, so he gave that, and he could justify it. It was very, very, very politically powerful to be that guy, to be that minority. And I, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not as in touch with the rest of the country anymore because it's so intensely crazy living in like brutalist LA but I I feel like I don't know why dominoes didn't fall necessarily or what he was just so powerful that he could keep that make that happen and maybe the political way of doing it is like you it's like the it's like the smoking rooms in hotels like he used to be a smoker and oh hello puppy um <laughs> sorry I used to be a smoker and <clears throat> You could smoke in hotel rooms and no hotel rooms really smell too much like smoke every once in a while. But then when they had only smoking hotel rooms, even as a smoker, I couldn't bear being in the rooms. It's just all smoke. So I feel like 
you know, Florida was the smoking hotel room. They're just like, well, we, we could have people smoking everywhere or we could just, you know, and then it wouldn't really bother me, but we just put them all in this one place and they can have their voice or whatever, but it won't, it, it won't um, be pervade. You know, it's core, it's, it's segregation. They segregated everybody into Florida um, to, to enjoy that freedom, to have that hero that Stella's talking about. And if he became president, I mean, he would have to deliver some of that. Like Trump didn't even have to deliver any, like he didn't really have that much to deliver of any concrete, but DeSantis's angle is a little bit different. Like he's supposedly, you know, good Republican conservative manager of government. Like he would be, if you have to have a CEO of government, which I hate that um, idea, but Trump was, you know, went bankrupt four times for good reason. Like that was not the reason to hire him as a CEO, but DeSantis could probably do a good job to the extent that we expected him to, at least in the first, you know, at least in in the beginning. And if he, there's no way he's going to turn like Reagan and start doing his own thing and have to get shot because he is deep, deep state, that guy. So, uh, but in the beginning, you know, they, they have to, and it certainly puts, you know, taps the brakes a little bit. Do I think it's even worth voting? Is it that, is it, you know, I think, I don't think they can completely cheat in every single place. And if there were an overwhelming amount of votes one way or another, it'd be pretty hard to not be affected by that somehow. And for me, I really care about the issues like this uh, constitutional amendment that they voted for in California. It just shocks the conscience. It's an unlimited right to abortion, which means that they will fund it and they will fund it for people across the border. And it'll definitely be the model for the constitutional amendment, you know, the U.S. constitutional amendment that I'm sure this Roe decision is, you know, promoting. And I, you know, that we have to vote against, but it won overwhelmingly because it was written in a way that just made it seem totally fine. And it's really not totally fine. So, I mean, I think you have to, you have to register your protest to that. You just have to until 95% of the people are just going to sit it out and we, we, and our, our government just disintegrates in a vacuum, which I just don't think is going to happen. You know, I'm very long-winded, Terry, but. There you go. Oh, no, no, that's very interesting. Yeah. Can so, I can I so hop in real quick, Terry? I think your answer is it sort of does make a difference, but probably not in the end. I do it because I don't think it hurts. But uh, nobody's going to yeah. tell me that I can't vote for Ron Paul. I register so I can vote for Ron Paul. If there's ever a blank line, I write Ron Paul. My favorite description of it uh, was uh, the Republicans are the Washington generals and the Democrats are the Harlem Globetrotters and the uh, Washington generals are there to uh, put up a real good fight, yeah. but in the end, the the Globetrotters always win. Yeah. Uh, that's Scott Lizard Abrams' uh, History Homeless podcast. Oh, nice. Um, well, yeah, but, and that's what but, Obamacare. What happened with Obamacare when when the generals had the ball? They were just yeah. like, "Oh shit, we weren't supposed to have the ball." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they had uh, to pop it. <laughs> what I've been saying recently is, uh, Dan Crenshaw will be arguing uh, very passionately that the uh, gay BCs should be read in libraries for first graders in 10 years 2030 dan crenshaw will be supporting um the gay bcs in every elementary school across america it's just um i mean 10 years ago look at what the republicans were upset about and now look at them now 10 years from now they'll be you know 
pro-trans, pro-abortion, pro... See, but then you've got to say, then you really know that that's this that's this totally different level agenda that is completely foreign to regular voting people because the the trans thing is like transhumanism population control but people aren't voting for that with an open mind it's and the republicans whatever then you're getting to the to the realm of like what stella was saying then it's such complete theater that I, I, you know, I don't know if it's hopeless or what, but like at that point, it's not because that's what people want. They've been propagandized to want it. As soon as you have a kid or like pay taxes or whatever, I feel like you, you snap back to what you're, what you learned as a child. And I feel like this feels so mechanical, so robotic, so like the machine will descend. Like if that stuff starts happening, they have to have a situation where we are so totally controlled we've got the turnkey metaverse or whatever, that it really won't matter what we think. And, don't and I you guess, think that's yeah. where we're heading. And I, like, uh, I don't believe in the bilateral system in any way, shape or form. I think it's total theatre. But what I think maybe there is some value in, and, and, and our voting systems here in Australia are completely different to yours. We have to vote or we get fined. You guys, it's a choice. Yeah, I know. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but you, so you guys, it's a choice. You you can choose to stay home or you can choose to go to the voting booth. But I think the value perhaps in voting maybe might be the social thermometer. It's it's almost like it shows are people still interested? What are they kind of thinking? Do they still have some fight left in them? Is that a fairly valid thought? You have to say that again. I was totally distracted. I got a message. <laughs> I was just saying, do you think the voting, the value in voting is not so much the actual illusion of having a say, but it's more about a social thermometer for, I don't know. Yes, yes. Who runs the system, I guess, and, and for the people as well. So that, yeah. Um, yeah, it, maybe they get more information getting off, out of it, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, have is people it? still got the fight in them? Where are they kind of situated in their heads? Is the propaganda working, et cetera? Yeah, and even just the way, I mean, it could be highly experimental in the way they word the referenda, the way they construct. I mean, that Fetterman totally. thing. Totally, yeah. That it's Fetterman like thing was clearly an experiment. Yeah, so exactly. This guy, exactly. you know, yeah, um, had uh, brain damage, won. That's crazy. I mean, you know, he makes Biden look like a sort of intellectual you know giant and a, and a fantastic orator i mean how could he win that was ridiculous are they just sort of going nah it's all fake you know and there's nothing you can yeah. do about it are they just sort of you know doing a yarbu sucksters at this point nothing surprises me anymore i mean we had donald trump was the president of the united states and it just keeps getting but worse i was i knew for a fact that Hillary Clinton was going to win that race. Oh, me too. And then, and then Trump yeah. just pulls it off. I me too. I didn't even like, believe it that night. What, Kill? What do you? What do you think of that? Uh, well, I thought that that election just made like it made my the way I was headed. In my my brain at that point was like, all of these elections are just completely rigged. There's no way. Hillary's going to win this. It's not even. It's not even matter. And I think that was the one. That was the election where I wrote in Ron Paul because he wasn't running anymore, you know. And uh, but anyway, then Trump wins, and it made my 
my thinking turn a little bit and I thought, well, if it proves anything, it's that maybe elections aren't as fake as we think they are. Oh, see, I think it made it was faker. I don't even really. Faker? Yeah, yeah, do you think I, that I, might have been meant to have happened? Yeah, yeah, I definitely I think it's good. Yeah. And yeah. and look at what look at what happened. Someone had to preside over correcting that 2008 can kick. Somebody had to preside over the total destruction of the US economy. And somebody had to be there to take the fall in case this it was discovered. I mean, and had to keep people in line. And who do you need to keep in line? You need to keep in line all those long guns in all the red states. That's what you have to keep in line. So he was the only one who could have who could have gotten us through this COVID thing. I mean, Hillary, there would have been an insurrection if Hillary had been down there. Well, yeah, and without Donald Trump, there would be no far right-wing insurrectionist domestic terrorist Nazis. Who don't that, know the Bill of Rights anymore. Right. Yeah, but they went fascism. Yeah. They finally exactly. brought identity politics to the right. I mean, nothing could be, and I just do, don't believe, people were so like, I can't vote for Ron Paul. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a congressman, but he's so radical. And then you have Trump just saying stupid, embarrassing stuff all the time. Ridiculous, over-the-top stuff. We're not what he was like when he was a businessman, by the way. And, uh, you know, when it came to business, he was coherent, in New York, if as I recall, so I remember from the beginning thinking they rigged this thing for Trump. I thought. Do so you think that was all rigged, Monica? Because well, I, 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 I'm not saying I saw the evidence. I'm just saying that like, yeah. I can't believe that he won. But all that anti-Trump sentiment, all the Trump derangement syndrome, and the fact that they were so mad keen on on not letting him in the next time—that was all part of the plan. Maybe there was a fracture within. No, I never believe that ever, 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 ever. No. I, uh, I just think that. I just I think that conservatives are conservative. <laughs> I don't think they're voting for. I, I just don't. I don't know. Donald um, oh, Trump wasn't very conservative. No. At all. And not in any way. Not in his politics. A goddamn socialist, <laughs> anti-Second Amendment vaccine salesman. Yeah. And, and he wasn't conservative too, in his manner. Conservatives aren't great at conserving anyway. Let's let's so let's think of a better word for that. <laughs> here was a I yeah, you're right. I but I have to just There's point speed this bumps. Out. There was, I remember watching the Obama, the RNC and DNC when Obama was elected, and the DNC had people, everybody, everybody was, you know, painted and you know, old ladies with like halter tops on and just, it was, you know, freaks, you know, they were just old hippie freaks. And then, and the RNC, when there was like a little Ron Paul insurrectionist in the corner who like maybe were wearing t-shirts instead of suits and ties, like that was it. And it was funny, like the side-by-side, I remember laughing about it. And then you have, all of a sudden you have all the Trump people who who were kind of more flamboyant in their in their you know people weren't wearing suits anymore at that thing and i just remember thinking like now all of a sudden the kind of nutty nutty gang is the republicans like that just see i'm not i'm not making these judgment calls i like the maga crowd i'm just saying it just seemed like not where the republicans were and all of a sudden they became this other thing. And I and I and when 
Obama leaked that when in 2012, like the Democrat Party is ab- abandoning the white middle class. Like you would only say that if you wanted to alienate them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they really care, really. I mean, they're just so I don't think there's been a time when politicians have been more disconnected from ordinary people. Not that I can remember. And, and we're and proud so- of it. Yeah, they're proud of it. And then they sort of look down on, on ordinary people. You know, they, they've got, the Dems in particular, have got utter contempt for the, these MAGA Republicans who voted for Trump, which is like, what, 30% of the country? It just seems, uh, it, it seems like we're more at a sort of pre-collapse phase of, of you know, Western society, really, to me. And, you know, it, it, they've shown all these signs of all the sort of... Uh, transhumanism and the transgenderism you know it's like it's like kind of the last days of the roman empire that's just my take on it and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i think something good could come out of it you know you know if we all end up divided and having to live in florida under somebody a bit like desantis who gives us a bit more freedom that that would be fine by me <laughs> it's the, yeah, that's the what future I the future guys... free state of new hampshire do you think that's going to work we're going to play no, it. Absolutely not. But me and Bruce yeah. are going to try. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys if you think that, do you believe that there has been in recent years a, a record turnout in votes? This was one thing I did when Trump got elected. I did not believe the voting numbers at all. It said 85% of eligible voters voted. Come on. Yeah, no way. No. Yeah, that seems a bit high. Does that the include dead is... people? Yeah. And cactuses? <laughs> yeah. It was the highest like in 100 years. And 100 years ago, eligible voters was a smaller percentage of the population. It was like, you know, right? And and then look at who voted, how many people voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, that's right. Trump's vote went up. And but and yet even more people vote for Biden. I mean that's just completely. Yeah. That really was like they were saying, you know, uh, we're just fit, you know going to fake it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, we need to save democracy. democracy. What's your plan? <laughs> hasn't done a very good job. It could have saved itself all along. So yeah, no, I'm not. Um, if you guys want to hit any other thing, I'm fine. I'm happy to. I just want to say one other thing, Monica. (laughs) Okay. So, you know how like, um, Trump and everyone was like, and especially like a lot of Christians and stuff like that, um, were like, oh, he's all of a sudden he became like the right wing savior and so forth. And then all of a sudden, um, um, uh, Elon Musk is like the free speech savior. And it's like, it's noticing more and more about how like all these alleged saviors are coming to like rescue people. And, um, you know, they do say, uh, in the book, it's like the end times and I'm not, I, I, even though I'm a Christian, I'm not as well versed as I should be. Um, uh, so anyhow, so even though I, I'm supposed to be but anyways that's a whole other story um they do talk about how there's like a false prophet uh in revelations where someone is supposed to be like loved by everyone and everyone is just so blinded by them so i just feel like this is just like a representation that is go find patrick 
that's a representation that is like leading up to all of that. And like, they're just like, it's like these little testers right now. What, what do you think about that? Well, I think they give the heroes to neutralize us. So you don't have to worry about it. Somebody else is doing it. And uh, so I don't, I, I never believed in, you know, these cults of personality are all setups, in my opinion. Um, I do like this idea of an antichrist has always, you know, I've been taught that since I was little. I don't know what Pope Francis's deal is at all, but he, of all the times I've looked into popes and trying to see if they really say things that are contrary to Catholic teaching. And I feel like he was the first one where I was, it was crystal clear to me that he was doing that. But I also concluded a long time ago that there, you could not, you could not be held responsible for recognizing an antichrist who didn't do anything wrong until it was too late. Like, mm. so if somebody really says all the right things and then uh, you believe in it and then all of a sudden pulls off the mask and it's Lucifer, like that isn't a way to separate uh, the goats from the sheep. You know, that isn't, that is, cannot be God's litmus test because it has to be something that you can recognize if it's going to be, if he's going to actually hold us accountable for this judgment it has to be something that our reason and our understanding of right and wrong and our free will can get us on the right side of that. And that's why I'm so, I, I always ask, like, even with Ron Paul, I understand what you're saying, like, just a hero is bad, whatever. But I feel like if there is a hero, if there is a second coming, or if there is an antichrist or whatever, we simply must have the facility to determine if someone's good or bad like they i always look for like what is the evidence that this person is bad and i knew with trump right away not saying he was bad or the antichrist or any of that but he did not talk about the bill of rights and that's all we need all we need is the bill of rights we don't need anything else the entire world just needs the bill of rights and that solves the problem so that's what people need to focus on and like with Elon Musk, he's a complete hypocrite. He cannot be a small government guy. He was built by the government. That's just ridiculous. His idea is ridiculous. And he's, again, like Trump, just bombastic and combative and doing things that would get you in trouble. You cannot tweet about insider knowledge of a, a you know, I, I would have been fired from my job if I did that. You can't set an example of doing things wrong and getting away with it. It's It was like that, all that... Um. I mean, there are other examples, really aggressive. I, I can't remember, but the uh, examples have come up over time where they're modeling this this terrible behavior and then uh, acting like they're your hero and your friend. It's not true. So you so you have to, I think, approach it with, with discernment, how they act. Like that's right out of the Bible, right? By his acts, you will know him or whatever. Like you have to be able to trust your discernment. And I, and so far, I feel like, um, I feel like that works. And there, there is, you know, we were talking about some examples of people who are big in the podcasting world and some big time podcasters, you can tell that they are pulling punches or like when John McAfee didn't believe in nine 11 and did believe in the moon landing. I'm like, okay, this, I don't know why that guy's saying that, but I don't, 
believe that he's being honest about that. And that's kind of sketchy. And then there are other people who say all the right things, but like Stella was saying about Ron Paul, like, you know, but maybe you just have to have a person like that, that those people I'm going to wait because I feel like they will have to, they'll have to show themselves. Like I'll be cautious about it, but I feel like I'm still relying on my discernment and and the evidence, like you have to have something to hang on to, or you're going to make yourself crazy and you're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So yes, I think Trump and Musk are fake, <laughs> but you know, people who are, who haven't revealed themselves, I'll, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. And I, I trust that they'll reveal themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way that you said that. It's like, you just never really, it's, we can't, it's not our fault if they have deceived us because we don't really know until they take that mask off, you know? Unless Except you can you know and first, refuse yeah. to. Yeah, if you yeah. can yeah, know well, and does, refuse, that's a sin. It does say to test everything by the scriptures. And um, I will say one other thing. I, I pray for discernment on a daily basis. Um, it's a gift. You pray for the, for discernment. D- discernment. Yes. yes, to keep it yeah. keep it sharp. Yeah, and you know what you need for that is you need to be right with yourself. Because, know thyself exactly. Yeah, because if you if you are not crystal clear on who you are, what your faults are, you cannot like really look in. You know, look within yourself for the truth. Like there's something there that's in the way. And I agree. I, and that's why, like, that's what people will say, like, you can't be objective. I'm like, I'm pretty objective because I go to sleep at night, you know, bare faced. And I try to like, that's why I remember I quit drinking for like a year and a half. And I had to, you had to process like all the stupid things you did when you were a kid and a teenager and all that stuff. Like you're just not going to sleep at night if you're remembering that stuff. And if you need to like have the TV on or you need to like drink yourself to sleep or take pills, I think a lot of that is people just not wanting to really look at the truth. And I, if you can't, if you have those barriers, I don't think you're going to be able to look because you're afraid of what would happen if you saw the truth, which is the Republicans lie too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like that would be a problem if you spent your life just hoping for the best. Are talking but about preparing for the worst. Right? <laughs> Say that again, Keel. I said you guys are talking about the Matrix, right? Because all that stuff happened in the Matrix. What? What? The or the Oracle says, "Know thyself," and Neo's no. struggle throughout the whole movie. <laughs> oh was, wow, that's good. Is, is and this you know, supposed to be real or not? And yeah, and the guy yeah, who goes back from gets the Matrix. plugged in again. <laughs> does he? Does he want to really know if he's the one, or does he not want to know? I. Here's something. I am I am not uh I find that figuring that stuff out yourself is the only way to really understand it. Like philosophy, like I always say philosophy should be taught in retirement homes, not in colleges because I don't think you can understand it from words on a page unless it's somebody trying to articulate what you have actually induced you know or whatever however you you get information like firsthand inside your brain so i feel like that's the the same thing with these little things that may sound trite or you know came straight out of the matrix like there's a million possible things that you could quote from a million possible movies but it's only when you've actually had that 
insight and maybe it's it's a it is a smorgasbord that for each individual person but i i do think that those kind of truths hey man the matrix was matrix was there for a reason or maybe we're in the matrix oh forget well we are actually (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we could philosophize forever we'll have to do this again this is super super fun i love it where's ashley well uh, um ashley couldn't make it tonight um but um Something you were saying uh, was reminding me of her because um, I, I was sort of thinking about what we what we do about the the majority of these blue pilled people who are going along with everything, and you know that's fine. But during the COVID epoch, it was a bit dangerous to us all, didn't they? They wanted to, to lock us up and jab us and and maybe even kill us because they thought we were a danger to everything. Do we do we just have to give up on them or do we? and you know go our own way or can we sort of bring them all back together in a sort of lovely kumbaya moment and <laughs> i think this is a brucey question because i feel like is, is truth truth <laughs> well, but will they come around well i just hang truth... out with these people now <laughs> that life is short but don't do you think that truth is is just that we have this uh you can't fool all the people all the time or yeah. you think they're hopeless? A lot of well, them are hopeless. Yeah, I think a lot of them are hopeless, yeah. Because I've seen so many instances where it's the perfect example is the the I hate to keep going back to the COVID shit, but like the vaccine and how if you don't take it, the people that were screaming at you that if you don't take it, you're killing people, you need to take it. Those same exact people you say. Uh, how's that vaccine working out for you? And they go, it's just supposed to keep you out of the hospital. That's they, <laughs> that's what they say now. So why why did you scream that I needed to take this because or I'm going to kill you? And now and that's what it said from the beginning. That was the truth from the beginning. And sound? now I know, I know. But and now they go to they to just switch to that. Yeah. What the fuck were you talking about? think that far ahead i mean they can't think past their <laughs> their, their own nose so that kind of rational argument is going to go nowhere with people like that i'm not even well, trying no. to have an argument i just it's just ridiculous no i know it's <laughs> i don't know what i've been asking myself the same they don't seem to be open to logic and facts and sort of reasonable argument do they, they, they it's like a religion it's like a culture it's, it's a exactly. death cult in many ways but they are brainwashed they are literally brainwashed they're they are the plugged same, into certain devices and they are on a certain frequency. They're the same and, people that shit on religion and scream science, but they're treating it like a religion. It's super religious. It's, yeah. It's the same totally. shit. But I wonder yep. if it's like what Toon said in the masculinity episode about, okay, what, what's going to happen when the soy boy is in charge of, you know, <laughs> minding the borders or whatever. If people can't recognize truth, how long do they occupy high staff positions? You know, how long can those people, doesn't the whole thing fall apart if you've, if you've called out anyone who can think? What's the city in Mississippi? Sorry, No, Jackson, Mississippi, where, where they don't have water anymore because they affirmative actioned all their. Engineers uh, out of a job. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, that's what's (laughs) happening on boards. They're, they're yeah. only women can sit on boards. So in industries yeah. that don't have a lot of high ranking women, there's just like one guy on the board who now runs the entire board. And I can't believe this is a thing, but like the chairman of the board and the CEO are often the same person. 
which means no board. Exactly, yeah. You know, yep. nobody is minding the store, which I mm. guess means they're plugging into that big matrix in Switzerland. But uh, yep, that's what's yeah. happening. I, I think that yeah. everything pretty much at a level beyond anything that we could possibly really fathom has been so infiltrated that um, the top level areas are being run with, you know, as you say, one or two people, while the other useless non-thinking people that are left, um, they're just there, there to pull their strings sort of thing and just be drones, do their work. Um, but that, that is what I believe is happening. It is so infiltrated now, which is why they don't even have to pretend anymore. They don't have to pretend to be our friend. They don't have to yeah. pretend to be that doing day will come. Yeah. the right thing because it is. It is so infiltrated. And I do, well, yeah, I'll stop there. <laughs> we're going to have to bring it up to a white pill. I will not end on a black pill. Yeah. Uh, I no, do I, don't it. Think it is a, I don't think it is a black pill because, you know, I, I think uh, our society has gone badly wrong and it's it's heading for a collapse. But I think something good might come out of it. And Tings often says that, you know, that we've got hard times ahead, but, you know, we'll, we'll win in the end and, and, and good things will come out of it. As I think we are the us, white pills. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was think just as thinking that same thing, Stella. Some people are not genetically mind because I worry about GMO people not being able to think. You know, GMO yeah. people is the end of humanity, but there are exactly. enough of us who are keeping our seats at the table of humanity. That yeah, my son, but he says it's Blade Runner. He said it's going to be Blade Runner. It's not going to be the Matrix. Mm. It's going to be Blade Runner, where it's kind of normal yeah. but a little bit fucked up, and people are, <laughs> you know. People are human, but also robots, and some of the robots are human. But mm. basically, we're all going to have the same crap, and you know, our kids are going to be our kids. And I was like, "But are is there going to be like a chin of Monica in the future?" He's like, "Yeah, but they're going to be future chins and future Monicas." So Clones. I think as long as there isn't a GMO, like as long as we there, like we will still be human beings, and our descendants will be human beings, and there was fluoride in the water when I grew up, and I can still think. So it's not perfect. But I feel like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be the seeds of humanity. And do you really need seven billion seeds? Maybe mm. uh maybe if there's you know two or three billion of us like Bill Gates is like, oh that's all you need. It's like, but that you're gonna have at least that many if it's enough for a seed population of people who aren't GMO'd and are the descendants of people like us. Well, isn't isn't Genghis Khan? Uh, like 10% of the Asian population. <laughs> that's so, another thing. So. Walks around the house doing Mongolian throat singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, hell yeah? Like, how is that? That's just awesome, awesome, man. That's just that's awesome. Man. And he's so that's good at it. masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good. He knows the guy. Like, he, he, has, he has on his Spotify, like, the guy, like, the best Mongolian throat singer. It's very funny. And then I talked to Havore Morich. And he did a peace course in, in Mongolia. So it was, you know, just, I didn't know Mongolia was making such a comeback. I think it's the who. I think it's the who that's making a comeback. Oh, very good. I love the who. Yeah, the who. <laughs> so, yes. So, so 600, yeah. 600 years from now, all the all the men will be uh, 10% we'll be, me, 10% we'll the rest of you. Tunes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got that to look forward to. You're going to need a force multiplier, and I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure that one chicken at a time is going to do it. To maybe, maybe my son. Maybe my son. You don't know. Yes, yes. We'll have to. We'll have to <laughs> adapt our morality to the new needs. 
But yeah, I think that's, so what, that's our, what our job's going to be is to retain the wisdom um, because, you know, if things do disappear, just imagine, just imagine if the internet and everything disappeared. Your, your books are going to be really valuable. Just our wisdom, um, it's, it, it could go back to passing things on word of mouth for some time. We don't know because we are so dependent. We just assume that everything's still going to be working tomorrow, but maybe not. You know, it might be an improvement because then really oh, you wouldn't so. waste your time on anything that isn't true. Absolutely. I think it would be awesome. <laughs> I'm going, Percy, I'm, I'm, go going to, I'm going to Lanny and Chuds. That's what I, if I, if I, if I had to, <laughs> to start on the road, <laughs> I would head Good straight choice. up to Lanny and Chuds. Yeah. And I, yeah. if I was in New England, I would head to these guys, 603. Come on up. <laughs> I've got a white pill from you, Monica, for you, Monica, right. from what you were Let's saying about the Who. Um, the the Who, the Mongolian heavy metal band, who are awesome, by the way, uh, are extremely popular on YouTube. And uh, I think one of the reasons is um, they've got this song, Wolf Totem, which is all about how if uh, people are going to invade their land, they're going to basically kill them and attack them with swords and, and you know, basically they'll regret them. So they're sort of celebrating a, a more traditional form of masculinity. And I think that's very popular. You know, be, people are crying out for that in the West because every, I think deep down, even normies know that what's going on is, is not quite right. You know, it's kind of anti-common sense and, and anti-reality, really. You know, and uh, people don't really feel comfortable with that, I think. Yeah, and and there is a reality of having kids and paying taxes that I think wake people up to, you know, that's why it's all like the college students who, who are the, the most <laughs> vociferous. And I think that they, they, they're naturally, you know, they, they're a self curing thing. They will grow up and out of that. Yeah. yeah. Grand pendulum is, is going to swing back and maybe we're seeing the starts of it in these, uh, these little bits and pieces. Amen. We are at the vanguard of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, I know we're going to get ready to close out. Thank you, Monica. You went over a little over for us. So we're going to have a part one and a part two with this. Um, and so, Monica, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you? And, um, and then just let us know. Yes, I certainly will. Thank you. So I am... Monica Perez, I do still contribute what all my content to rockfin.com slash propaganda report, but I uh, am now, I, I'm on the propaganda report on your favorite podcasting platform, but also deep dives with Monica Perez, where I do put everything that I do, which is uh, interviews, buddy dives like this, and uh, my deep dives where I take one headline from the day and really figure out what's underneath that story. And I think that adds a lot of value and I spend a lot of time and effort on it. People seem to like it. And that's what I try to focus my time on because I feel like it's the most value added. And you can get that uh, at the feed is Monica's, is uh, Deep Dives with Monica Perez. My website's monicasdeepdives.com. And um that's it. I put my stuff on Rumble and Rockfin and I'm- Where can we get one of those cool mugs that uh, Keel has? Oh, thank you for asking. Well, to my hosts, I will send them 
as a courtesy, but if anybody else wants to buy them, yeah, and I'm thinking of doing one with my actual logo that has my face on it and calling it the mug mug. Okay. So okay. <laughs> uh, that is, thank you. That's, I like it. I like the, uh, those are. I love that. Yeah, I like the colors, even though Ukraine kind of ripped them off a little bit, but that too shall pass. <laughs> you can get that at monicasdeepdives.com if you go to support. There's a little shopping button there, and you can get that. You can get Propaganda Report t-shirts and all that good stuff. <laughs> I am well, currently you, using Monica. my Monica mug right now, too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for coming on this evening. Really appreciate it. Monica, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for being our, what was it, mother of podcasting or something? Pod mother. <laughs> yes. Pod Monica. Mother, that's right. I, I need to thank you, Monica. I need to thank you because without you, I never would have met any of these lovely people. That's so oh, great. That was such so a valuable great. effort. No, it's and I, for real. I, I talk to all of these people on a daily basis now. And it's. I felt so guilty when I had to step back yeah. from the propaganda report, but I just could not. I, I don't know how I did it for so long, but I could not sustain that. Hmm? Yeah. It's a it lot, lot of work. Yeah. But when I think of the lasting connections that came out of that, the community that we built, like I would not have changed that for anything. Like it was the uh, one fruit of my labors there that I feel like had some profound value was the connections I've made. Also the friendships I've made with you guys. I mean, I have in in real life, like gotten on planes and just to visit people who I met through the show. And uh, it's just been great. I'm so glad. I'm so just does my heart good. I think I hope to see the, you in Australia. That's the mm -hmm. real white pill here is that we've all come yes. together. We've created things and we've created this show. It's this would never have happened. I mean, it's uh, it's a good yeah. thing. It's just going to get better. Yeah. And the support, like the, it's an antidote to this, uh, you know, psychological attack from mm -hmm. that the screens are all about that, but it's also the, it's kind of like eBay. It's like eBay is the greatest thing that came out of the internet because you are connecting this obscure little piece of trash with somebody who thinks it's treasure and you could never do it any other way. It's just genius. And I feel like this is the same thing. Like the chances I have, I, I've lived in places for years and made like no friends. And now just through this show, I've made like dozens of actual friends, people I would count on really. And uh, that's great. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, you have a fantastic evening. This is another episode of union of the unknowns. All right. Ciao. Thanks. Bye. Love y'all. See you guys.